0: Don't be creepy.
1: That's... that's all I got. Alright, everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of the Disaster Dads. Thank you very much for joining us and listening in. Uh, We appreciate your patronage. And if you don't know where to find us and this is forwarded to you from somewhere else, just check check us out at DisasterDads.com. Also, give us a um, look on the Twitters at Disaster Dads and on Facebook at Disaster Dads as well. So uh, thank you very much. This week, uh, we have the short staff. Um, not a short bus, but it's going to be the short staff of, um, myself. That, w-
0: that was not how I thought we would go with it. I thought we were going <laughs> to go with elite, but oh, okay. Well, you we'll know, with, I
1: guess, yeah. uh, don't re- sell ourselves short revisionist history here. Um, we have the elite team, the a plus team from a normal stellar a team, uh, to, to represent us. So, uh, thank you to Frank and Dan for joining in. This is being taped on the 4th of July holiday weekend. And so, um, uh, yeah you know, family if you're close by that just makes you crazy or if you have explosions over your house and your kid wants to go watch it you kind of you kind of have to do that so so we'll miss the miss the rest of the team but we'll look forward to them at the next uh the next roundup so this week though um is going to be the Frank show and you know uh in the attempts to be more organized the dads have kind of put a bunch of different ideas out there what we'd like to talk about we've taken ideas from our listeners thank you very much for the listener that sent those in and um you know we're uh frank decided to lead the show on this one and so i don't know what he wants to call it so i'm just going to turn over frank because it'll be a mystery to all of us um but um
0: but before we start that i do just want to note that the two dads that most often walk back our most ridiculous comments <laughs> are
1: not on the episode tonight. I'm very excited. It's a little, it's Disaster Dads Unharnessed. It's a little frightening. That, yeah, yeah. That may be the Disaster t- Dads After Dark. That might be the title of this episode Ugh, Disaster Dads there After you Dark go. Unleashed. So yep. this is like the COPS program that's live on AMC, except there's no seven minute buffer. Um, so we'll see how it goes but with that uh frank
2: the floor and show is yours all right boys um so i thought one of the things we could talk about is um so uh, single parent travel or solo parent travel um you know the three of us here we have we all have two kids um and and we do our fair share of traveling um over the last few years i've um had the opportunity to travel a lot because my wife um travels for her job quite a bit so um she's been to places for cool places for work like hawaii um (laughs) california florida um things like that we went to europe a couple weeks ago um so i get cool places and and it's a chance to take the boys with me she works we play um which is always a plus (laughs) (laughs) the best kind of work trip ever where you actually don't have to work I don't know. She works. We play. Um, so I've, I've flown across country to meet her. I've flown to Florida to meet her. Um, sometimes we'll fly out together and then, um, she goes to work. We take off and do our thing. Um, so a couple things, you know, if you're flying across country or something like that and you're flying by yourself, I want to talk about some of the things that you should definitely think about packing, And, um, just to help make the trip smooth, his five hour, six hour flight on a plane with kids can be a real challenge if they're under the age of seven. Um, and, and you guys know how, how hard it is to, to keep your kids entertained.
1: I'm pretty Um, sure it's going to be a challenge if they're under the age of 17, just for other reasons.
2: So this is true. It's going to be a challenge forever. (laughs) So the oldest we've got is seven. So anything (laughs) under seven, (laughs) um, one of the things I wanted to touch on it is car seats. If You're traveling someplace and, um, you're, you're going to rent a car. You're going to do something like that. Drive around rental car places will rent you a car seat, but they're crap. They're usually the belts are twisted. They're filthy. Um, I've, I've seen them that are over the six years, um, with expiration date. So you really don't want to use them. It, it's worth it to invest in a travel bag pack those suckers with you they're free to travel to carry on or to, to check you don't have to worry about paying for them mm-hmm. the bigger bags you can fit two sheets in those things well, so
1: also you can they're, they they don't don't have the 50 pound weight limit so you can put yep. all the diapers in there you can put all the other things in there because they don't unzip to check it
2: well they no they don't so yeah you know if haven't. we're if we're traveling to warmer climates during the winter, we shove our jackets in there. You're right. We shove you know, beach stuff in there. We shove all kinds of stuff in there because they don't bother looking at it. Um, and it, it works really well, especially when you get to the point where you have a booster in a car seat. They work really well. Yeah. Um, that, some people out there, I've got – I was going to say go just ahead. a
1: side note on that, Frank, though. But if you have a younger kid and you, you are paying for the seat, it is worthwhile, as much of a pain in the ass as it is, to bring the car seat onto the plane to hook the kid into the car into the plane. It's a pain in the ass if they're if they're big enough to use those uh, FAA, whatever the ones that slide over the seat. Hey, the safety professional here is saying you should probably <laughs> strap your kid
2: into. Uh,
0: the drinking professional here is saying big thumbs down. <laughs> I, I was just
2: I, I was just going to get into the next thing was um, car seats made for planes. There are specific ones out there that you can buy that are rated for um, airline travel.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, you can go on the FAA website. You can also go on airline websites and search car seats, and they'll give you the, the brand name and the, and the style you need. I, I don't know how worth it it is. Um, well, you know, if they're…
1: I was gonna say most any car seat that you buy for your car is also FAA rated. Uh, the only reason it would not meet FAA regulations is if it is too wide. So if you have, there's those ones now that have the uh, Princess Leia ears on them for like the side yeah. crush protection. Those ones probably don't meet FAA standards cause it's too big to fit on, uh, on a seat. Um, but it is side tangent. It is an issue now with all the airlines making the seats a little bit narrower so they can do all the fidgeting and closer together. A lot of car seats are now being um, uh, sized out because there's not a safety distance. There's not enough room to, to put a car seat in there. But anyways, yeah.
2: yeah. I have a friend who who bought one um, who was rated for an air, uh, airline, um, brought it on board, a Delta flight. And the flight attendant screamed at him, yelled at him, told him to take it off. He got into an issue with them. And they made him take it off um, even though it was rated. So just be careful with those. Um, you I know know if travel there are two with
1: two or... I travel with the FAA regulations. No kidding It's on the uh it's on my <laughs> iBooks on
2: my phone. Oh well. Uh, then so you brush it on. you're yeah.
0: that guy. Yeah.
2: Here it is right here ma'am. <laughs> yep. In your regulations yep. this works.
1: So I was super back. the first time I was super concerned that they were going I'm going to haul that stupid ass car seat all the way through the airport and they weren't going to let me attach it. So I had the Delta regs and I had the FAA regs and <laughs> I I had numbers to call. I was all set. I was right they yep. didn't even they didn't even give a shit. They cared care less are, than I walked on. <helping>. You wanted them to take that. You wanted them to take it up a notch. Yeah. It won't fit in economy. So I must have a first class seat to strap my kid in. And then I'll be in the back and the kids up front.
2: Uh, the other thing that I, when we're <laughs> talking about airplanes flights and flights is make sure you have, if you're connecting, you have a decent amount of time between the flights. Um, I've gotten caught with an hour between flights and the first flight was extremely delayed it is no fun running with your kid across an airport and all these bags in tow. It's not it's not worth it. It's not fun. We missed our flight. Um it was difficult. Um it was at Denver Airport and anybody who's been to DIA knows little flights come in at one end of the airport and East Coast flights go out the other end of the airport and you gotta truck it. So just be cautious of that. Um it's always fun to, to um, you know, carry the kid out of the way out of the way get out of the way as you're running through dropping this dropping
1: that um, while, while you've so, got a my little princess roly bag attached to the other arm and yeah, right. who knows how many snacks falling out of your cargo pockets on your shorts
0: yeah. um, we were we. I was flying with um, with our oldest my wife was pregnant with our youngest <laughs> we get through check in we get to the gate. This is out a DCA, out of, out of National Airport. Uh, and we get to the gate, and I hear one of the people working at the check-in counter, oh, why are they sending this flight here? This is the broken plane. <laughs> and I go, oh, no. So sure enough, we get delayed, and like we get bounced from terminal to terminal, and we're going through the whole thing. And it felt like... Uh, an eight hour delay Mm. we boarded but when we boarded our flight i checked my phone for the time difference we were delayed for like 48 minutes (laughs) it felt like eight hours (laughs) that kid got tired of every distraction i through security in a nanosecond i ended up taking one of the free horrible magazines they have in the racks in in the terminal that's just like free take it whatever and made it into a storybook i like opened it up (laughs) Picture on the first page. Oh, this is the story about a puppy. And we go through and like I'm just just making it up, stream of consciousness. And like halfway through, my oldest is like, "Wait, what happened to the puppy?" I'm like, "Forget the puppy. I'm talking <laughs> about a businessman now." <laughs> it Was not the finest hour.
1: And and you have it's to funny. make sure you, the batteries will always tend to run out on whatever device you have at that point. And yeah, no, I don't. We've had some delays, but I don't think they've been that long, or else we've known about them ahead of time, so we wouldn't go to the airport.
2: I, t- I took my oldest to, to visit my parents in Colorado a couple of years ago between Christmas and New Year's, and um, we flew out there um, and spent the week on the way back. My oldest does not like to get out of bed, he's like a teenager. Um, so early flights are extremely difficult. So I feel the night him. before, I dressed him in his clothes. He's like, where are my PJs? I'm like, you're dressing like this because in the morning, I'm picking you out of bed. And we're going to the airport. We get to the airport. We're sitting there. There's no gate agent with less than 40 minutes to departure time. I'm like tweeting the airline. I'm calling the airline, trying to find out why there's no gate agent. Grand Junction Airport has three gates. Mm. Um, couldn't find anybody. Finally, They came up looking for me because they knew I was going to miss my connection because the flight from Oklahoma to Grand Junction was delayed. So we finally get to Denver, and we think, oh, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. And then the plane circles (laughs) and circles and circles. So we finally land, and that's where we had to run from gate. Like I don't even think it had a number. It was like XX or something like that where you get off the puddle jumpers and you have to climb up the stairs, that's a, that's run a down the different
1: this gate, Frank, when you <laughs> land at gate triple X, that's a different gate. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, so it was, it's difficult. So just make sure you're, you you plan a little bit ahead of time so you're not running all over the place. Um, well, and to get into back
1: to, you know, cause you're on your own, you've got no backup. It's, you know, you can't send someone ahead to run to make them hold it or anything like that because yep. it just doesn't work.
2: Yeah. Um, the other thing, think about bringing is your stroller. If you're pushing a kid through an airport, it's great to have a stroller because you could gate check those two as well for free. They'll put them on the, under the plane for you. You bring them back up. Um, you could put them in bags. So another thing to think about is bringing your, your stroller, um, to push them around, carry your extra bags. This way, if you are running from one gate to the other end of the airport, it's a lot easier to push your kid than it is to, um, to, uh, to carry them. Um, and then the other thing, if you're traveling and the same with road trips, bring entertainment, DVD players, laptops, iPads, leap pads, whatever it is, bring it and bring battery chargers. <laughs> I can't stress that one enough. Bring battery chargers. I imagine if uh, you probably were trying to save when you were flying with your young, with your oldest Dan, trying to save um, battery life on your devices, for that 48 minutes you were sitting there, right?
1: Or or give the kids stickers of those fake um, uh, uh, outlets that you can put in the airport. Have you heard about those? That would be mm-hmm. highly entertaining for a time waster as well, just have the kids put those <laughs>
2: stickers up. So it's yeah, like right. power, but not quite. It. And you know, some airports do have actually have um, play gyms uh, in oh, certain yeah. terminals. So if you've got an extended air la- uh, layover in an airport, Ask somebody where they are. I know Phoenix Sky Harbor has one. Um, hmm. I think Denver has one. Uh, a couple other airports have them. So check them out. That's See great. if you can use them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring snacks too. Invariably, kid gets hungry right oh, as you yeah. take off, and the you know the um, snack cart's not coming down for another twenty-five minutes mm-hmm. or something like that. So have plenty of snacks and water. Um, and that goes for, you know, road trips too. We have it different on the East Coast. You've got rest stops, a lot of cities back, you know, as you go up 95 or wherever you're going on the West Coast, you could travel for a long way before you see a rest stop or a gas station or another city. So make sure you have plenty of that stuff with you.
1: Yeah. And I will say most of these tips, Frank, are good for, you know, someone that's not traveling solo as well. But It just takes, you have to make sure you plan out a little more ahead and map it out, I think, when you're doing solo
2: travel. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, once you get to your destination, map out what's around, where you're going, what you plan on doing. Know where you're going on a daily basis and know places that you need to avoid. Um, If you're unfamiliar with the city, um, go online, check it out, ask friends who've been there. Just make sure you you stay in areas that you know have kid friendly restaurants, um, maybe museums and things like that. So you're not wandering all over the place or or going to beaches you're not supposed to be going to or things like that. Um, especially if you're traveling uh, overseas, um, you don't want to end up in a place that you're not uh, you're not familiar with or kids shouldn't be around or just looks sketchy.
1: So, uh, what beach did you go to overseas? You weren't supposed to, Frank.
2: Did <laughs> I you just used use that the boys as example. Uh huh. <laughs> I didn't expose them to yeah. anything.
1: That example <laughs> just thing, came out of nowhere,
2: nothing. didn't it? Yeah. Right. right. So, you know those beaches in Saint Thomas? <laughs>
1: um, no, actually, I don't. Oh, I'm, I'm a very untanned individual from the Midwest. I don't know a lot of beaches anywhere. You're landlocked it's west, or are you just from the west? Well, I I say I'm from the west, but the joke works better if I'm from the Midwest. So thanks, yeah. Frank. I mean, the real punchline <laughs> here is you are pasty. <laughs> I did not yeah. say that. I know Dan said that. Uh, <laughs> I'm pasty. I'm not as pasty as I as some of my you know Montana brethren,
2: but I'm pasty. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um. And when you're out going around. Um Find a convenience store, get some snacks, get some water to take with you. Um, my kids are picky eaters, so we'll we'll go to you know we'll go to like Walmart or something like that, and pick up um, Easy Mac, Oreo um, uh, Cheerios, things like that, just to have in the hotel room. So because you know invariably they're not going to eat whatever it is you go to, um, So just have those extra snacks and those foods available, so you can at least have somewhat of a sane trip. So
1: do you have a do you have a list that you go through because I I have not done the the solo kid travel and you know unfortunately my wife's been the one that's met me places or has taken the the kids but do you like map it out ahead of time Do you have a list or kind of a template or spreadsheet you guys kind of go through to check things off when you go to do some of this these like I was thinking specifically plane trips like.
0: um, I've met all of the wives involved with the gentlemen on this podcast uh, I'm gonna bet yeah. Everyone had a fucking list before they packed (laughs) the airport, Eric.
1: No. Yeah. I'm just, I was asking Frank or you, Dan, if you had your own list. But yes, in my case, whenever I'm left alone, there are definitely lists and updates that are tweeted and texted at me, um, to, to do, but in this case,
0: also outfits laid out for specific days of the week Yes. until mom returns also for the children. But anyway, uh,
1: but actually, Frank,
0: I, I, hang on. Can we just circle back real yeah, quick? Because yeah. one point that you made that I think is really a good point, Frank, is um, the, the invention of the tablet is such a game changer for people traveling with little kids that w- it, we need to focus on it a little bit more. Because one thing that we figured out, as well as especially you know, car trip, driving trip, wherever, if you want to deploy the, the tablet... Um, we've got the Amazon tablets, the like Kindle Fire, I think they're called.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I have one and uh, my older daughter has one. I'm sure it's only a matter of time until my younger daughter has one. But um, one thing you can actually do both through the Amazon Prime video service and through Netflix is download um, videos, download movies or programs while you're on Wi-Fi that you can then access when you're in airplane mode or if you're off the network. So that is hugely beneficial because you can put on the, you know, for us it would be like frozen and the wild kratts and the, whatever happens to be, you know, in, in vogue right now. Who's the second Mm -hmm. one?
2: Oh, wild kratts.
0: Wild kratts. No, Frank, you know, the wild kratts.
2: I do. You do? Yeah, my kids only watch it when they come up to my mother-in-law's house. But yeah, I have yeah, it's
0: enough. it's like an animal show that's like half live action, half animated. Really? Yeah. It's actually. I'm not going to say it's good. I'm going to say it's less suicide inducing than a lot of other um, shows.
2: <laughs> I'd rather P- watch P- that than Caillou.
0: Yeah, I think it's I on know. PBS. Oh, that's even better. I'm pretty sure it's on PBS. Yeah, PBS. Um. And um, it, it's not half bad. It's these two brothers, the Krat brothers. Um, and it's like each week focuses on a different animal. Huh. So, yeah, no, give it, give it a spin. Oh, but anyway, that's one. something that we're, we're mildly it, obsessed with in our house right now. And so, while we're
2: on uh, tablets, one thing I would recommend, too, is whatever airline you're flying on, download their app. Yeah. Because oh, most airlines, if they don't have the in-flight behind the seat screens,
0: yeah. entertainment
2: yeah. screens, they're app based. And if you don't have that app, there ain't no way you're downloading it once you get on the flight.
0: It's a good call. Um, right. So, yeah.
2: yeah. Just download that because there is somewhat limited kids entertainment on those. That's yeah.
0: that's a really good point. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, no, I mean the tablet thing is it really is a game changer. I mean it's tremendous. Well,
1: so and we have the we have the Amazon Fire one and we bought the cheapest memory based on it, but then you can buy an SD card to yep, exactly like, double, right. double mm-hmm. triple or whatever. So, and
0: then also just for the life, life, life expectancy of the tablet, the one that we got, my daughter came with a big plastic ring around, <laughs> yep. it. um, just because she,
1: I mean, she'd break that thing in five seconds. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I mean, this by no means a, uh, an endorsement or anything like that, but if they want to sponsor the podcast, they're more than welcome to. Um, yeah. But the Amazon, um, you know, free time app where you can manage the kids' time on there and stuff is one of the better ones that I've uh, engaged with. So because um, you can control, you know, hey, um, Mom,
0: they, they haven't sponsored anything yet. We're fairly certain it's a good app, but you know, <laughs> further testing, further testing and definitely will, definitely will require, be yeah. determined at a later date.
1: But yeah, so, so, uh, from but yeah, no, that, the, the, the yeah. that
2: free time thing is pretty friggin' sweet. Yeah, yeah.
1: It does come in handy. So,
2: yep. And then again, some planes have, uh, plugs at their seats so you can charge your devices, but most of them don't. Yeah. So bring, bring some type of, uh, battery charger that you can plug your, your device into because, you know, those kids will run it bare.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and, uh the mm-hmm. last note on like uh travel and solo, double, triple parent, whatever it may be. Um, we have Bluetooth headphones that we have our oldest use when we travel go places so she can listen to the iPad. But on planes, sometimes if they do have the in in flight entertainment or whatever, you can't do the Bluetooth. So make sure you have like old school corded headphones or our Bluetooth has a cord that you can then plug in to run because mm-hmm. there were options and we didn't have the cord at the time, options that she could have watched, but we had we had advanced ourselves technologically so far, we were unable to work with the plane. It didn't have smoking, but it still had plug-in headsets. So, um, <laughs> you know, there's there's something like that. It's just a random little thing. You're like, oh, shit, I really didn't think about that.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. hey, you know, if you're on a long flight, your kids may sleep, so you, you don't have to worry about it. But
1: <laughs> most of the time. It's so funny yeah. man.
2: Yeah. All right. Most of the time, they're they're going to be up and around and and uh, wanting to to watch something or play with something or do something. So bring whatever you can on board that plane to yeah. to make your life easier. Yeah. Yep.
0: No, my kids my kids will generally fall asleep um, on a flight, but it'll be right as the landing gear comes down. <laughs> yeah. For them to for us to land, that's yeah. usually.
2: And, about and then that. they're usually so far out that you can't wake them up, and you're carrying them off the plane
1: right God I have never never neither of mine have fallen asleep in the car or anything like that really right now the oldest has fallen asleep on a plane once uh, but will wake up at the slightest loud sneeze <laughs> mm-hmm. so, okay. um, cool. uh, we, I,
2: I got a, I got a tip from Rob um, for the, the first time he flew with both of his kids somewhere he packed up uh, bags of goodies like candies and stuff like that chocolates any uh his wife handed them out to the um passengers around him as a we're sorry if our kids make noise on this flight so here you go have some chocolate i've actually done that when i the first time i travel with both my kids by myself
1: that's smart uh,
2: yeah and it worked
1: butter up the neighbors maybe give a little yeah. alcohol
2: to the uh, flight attendant <laughs> yeah right here i know you're selling alcohol but this is for you ma'am <laughs> See, I don't know.
1: Screw. (laughs) You're in in the category, I paid for this seat probably more than you did. You're going to have to just suffer with me. Yeah. I can go that way sometimes.
0: I feel no no need to pay off. Are they going to help parent? Then you get nothing. Unless you're going to help,
1: you get nothing. (laughs) So save it and give it out as a uh, like a a treat if someone does something nice to help you out, you hand them a piece of candy. So then others are on, oh, hey, if, if I help them out, I get some candy.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, one last bit on the airline travel and then we can move on. When you're booking seats, airlines are required to keep kids together, families together. But if you're flying on a plane that has three seats, if you book your kid in the window and you in the aisle, they will not book. The middle seat. They will keep the airline will keep the middle seat open. So that's a trick. Are if there's sure? just two of Are you, you
1: sure positive. About that? positive. Do you have someone that the works with airline? the airlines that can come help to verify this?
2: <laughs> or works with I the have, airlines? I have done it multiple times. You booked the middle or the window and the aisle, and they will not put somebody in between you.
1: Okay. I am gonna try this the next time. Okay. That, have you ever heard of this, Dan? No no.
0: And I think we should be very careful Before we say they will not <laughs> I think we should say that In Frank's experience, they have, have not
2: Because If you want to say it that way, go ahead But it's in my experience, they do not do that That's why Dan's our
1: business manager And legal consultant he really I'm does. not a lawyer, which is probably <laughs> why I'm not we a lawyer are just, disc- From I a just, legal perspective I just play one on,
2: on a podcast Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, cool. So, so moving on, when you're at your destination, check with your hotel, see where their kid friendly restaurants are and stuff like that. So you're not just walking into some swanky place that doesn't have, you know, mac and cheese and pasta on their thing and their chicken fingers or some like, um, you know, nouveau cuisine type chicken finger where the kids won't even touch it. So, Um, check with the restaurant. No places to go. Um, I said it earlier. Know where you're going. No places to avoid. A um, couple big points. Keep an eye on your kid, an extra eye on your kid. kids. They're intrigued by new places, and they tend to wander when they see something. Um, so just keep an eye on them. I've, uh, I've oh, misplaced my... Really? Your, your kids wander? Yeah. yeah uh, I've, I've misplaced my youngest twice. So... Yes. Um, <laughs> He's an escape artist, huh? He he is. He is an escape artist. Um, and uh, one time, it was his brother's fault. I told his brother to stay with him and not move, and his brother did listen to me. And um, it took us about thirty minutes to find the to find the little one. So, oh. yeah.
1: How many times yeah. did you have to change your pants on that one? Thirty minutes is <laughs> um, a long time in Kid yeah. Lost World. Yeah, it is. Um, but knowing you your so, youngest, he probably didn't even
2: care. He probably no. He notice. didn't. He didn't care. He He probably had a tab going somewhere. He was actually actually pissed that it took us so long to find
1: him. He's playing the numbers with the adults that are around him. Hey, five bucks says my dad comes around the corner really pissed in like 20 minutes.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like, hang on, I've got an exact on the next race.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) Excuse me, do you have some gummies on you? Because I'm hungry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to um, take candy from old people I don't know, but it doesn't say anything about it. I can't ask for candy from people
2: yeah, I right, don't know. Right. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Again, he's no. not a lawyer, just on a podcast.
2: Yeah, right. Um, it biggest one that I found out, know their limits, know what they can and can't do. You know, you you can walk all day, take a couple of breaks and you're fine. They're not going to be able to do that. Don't want a three mile hike with them. They're not going to be able to do it. Um, I wouldn't, be you know, able to special, a three mile hike. You're right. I wouldn't either. But um, for those parents out there, like um, like Robin, who was on with us earlier in the year, who you know does triathlons and his kids do it too, they'll do it. But um, we can't do it. Um, my kids certainly won't do it. Um, you know, don't take them on rough terrain. Don't take them places. Just know their limits. It'll make the trip more enjoyable and keep your hair in, intact.
0: Yeah. I, I also feel like, I, I feel like you're kind of emerging from this age, Frank, cause your kids are a little bit older, but I think Eric and I are still in the thick of the age where when you've got kids like newborn through, I don't know, say four vacations really aren't vacations for the parents. No, It's, it's just parenting in a different location and with fewer supplies, with fewer supplies and resources. And you've got to just kind of exactly like what you're saying, you know, pick stuff that's going to interest them, that's going to keep them, um, that's going to keep them occupied. And uh, entertained and and you know you'll make up for it on the back end when they're a little bit older and I mean I'm already plotting the Civil War battlefield trip that I'm gonna be inflicting on my adolescent daughters <laughs> um, it's gonna be make, fantastic make they're sure you tell my it.
2: oldest make sure you tell my oldest when you're going because he'll join you
0: yeah it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be epic it's gonna be. Oh, it's going to be so horrible for them. Uh I can't wait.
2: <laughs> Last summer yeah. was the first summer my oldest spent um a week at his his grandmother's house in Pennsylvania. Mm. And uh the he he flat out asked her. He's like, I don't know where this came from. I want to go to Gettysburg. And from then wow. on, he's been on he's been on the Civil War he's kick. Out. So he'll he'll join you.
1: Good for him. Yeah, good uh, for him. Uh oh, totally you're on the random. My oldest has not been calling me dad for about a week. She just keeps walking around the house.
0: Eric, Eric. Oh, Eric. my youngest tried this. It and, did not go well
1: for like, her. I don't know what. I don't know what or why. I'm sorry.
2: She probably got that from uh, my oldest.
1: It's she got just, that from Colin. It's just so weird. She, I mean, I've now been Eric for everything. And it's sometimes not in a good way. It's like very exasperated when I'm asking her to do something. Ugh. Eric, I can't do that right now. And I've told you that. It's like, whoa, it sounds bad enough when you say, dad, I can't do that. But then when you say, Eric, I can't do that. I just that was a side tangent to adolescence, teenagers, children um, things. So you so you went through that phase, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Did you and you had that?
0: Well, no, because they tried it with my wife. So it lasted. It was a very short phase. (laughs) I don't I mean, yes,
2: I no. they don't do it. They don't do it to my wife. They do it to me. My oldest was doing it all day today.
1: Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank. Well, that one, just, that just rolls off the tongue, though. That just, hey, Frank, Frank, Frank. I
0: hope it would be it would be really good if and I won't use the actual name since I know we don't use them. If your kids, Eric, were calling you by your last name, since everyone I know calls you by your last name, including my wife, including your wife. Yes. Who also has your last name now. Yes. Yeah. Um, she was, but uh, uh,
1: yeah, so my my kids call me by my first name. My wife calls me by my last name, no matter where we are. That's very confusing. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> Just a leaf <laughs> in the wind.
2: Yep. Uh, but although my oldest did ask me the other day, we were watching Top Gun, and he goes, "Yeah, hmm. do all uh, do all Navy pilots get motorcycles?" Uh, yes. <laughs> I thought that's so, what they got like, when they signed on. Wait
0: how how old is your oldest? Seven, seven. No, I was gonna say yeah. go eight. All right, that works.
1: Yeah, I, I, They, they watched Star Wars. You can Star take Wars. the I mean, highway to the danger zone at any age, Dan. Yeah, yeah. There's two parts gotta, I
2: fast forward that they don't need that, to
1: watch. got to keep We're that, that
0: Kelly McGillis uh, infatuation going with the next g- generation. Well,
1: uh, yeah, right. the 1980s Kelly McGillis infatuation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. I was I was getting just speaking about you, you just mentioned taking letting your kids see Star Wars. I am dying for my old to show my oldest Star Wars. But and I keep thinking like, oh, I think she's old enough now. She could deal with it because there's some legit like scary stuff. Yeah. In all of them, right? Just, um,
2: just sit down with her and fast forward through parts that. Of- You've watched enough time. You know what's coming up. Just fast forward right. through those parts. Yeah, but then like, like, they don't need to see Uncle Owen's burned-out body on d- 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 d-
0: d- d- the Spoilers. What, fast forward.
2: Spoiler for
0: 1977 <laughs> Star Wars. Get over yourself. Right. Uh, but no, but like, but then like, so I, I have that exact thought, Frank. And then uh, we had to leave the Peanuts movie because it was too scary in the theaters.
1: Oh, serious, Snoopy. Was too
0: scary
1: for uh, my four. Well, here's the thing:
0: I watch- ten dollars and ticket lasted. For
1: $5. <laughs> I watch movies with my wife, and I have to fast forward through parts, and I get so angry. I'm like, "You're watching the movie for the whole thing, and you want to fast forward through this because you think it's too violent? You're missing the—that's where a lot of context is put in. All these different things you can't, you can't. I get so mad at her for that.
0: All right, I have even better than that. All right. So my wife doesn't make me fast forward through anything, but she also will either not pay attention or not understand key plot points. And we'll be watching a movie and she'll be like, why do they care about the thing? And I'm like, we've spent the last 90 minutes looking (laughs) for the thing. (laughs) The only reason we're here is for the thing. And she goes, Oh, I didn't, I didn't get that. But, but so we watched, (laughs) we watched a movie that we have discussed on text. uh, John wick last uh-huh. night because I want to see the second one and it just came out on video on demand but I it had been a while so I, I it came out. yeah so I so I was like oh can we watch this movie and she goes, okay sure so the movie starts and like you know you have no idea what's about to come right that like the whole thing is like there's a bit of a like act one twist where it turns out that like mild-mannered Keanu is like super assassin right and it, this movie starts and Ann goes oh, puppy, this is so cute. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, do I pause it and tell her? No. or not? And so then, like, 10 minutes later, puppy dies. She looks at me like, <laughs> I'm going to do to you what they just did to the puppy. Why didn't this you warn me? me. Right.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, if I had warned her, she would have been like, shh, don't talk. Yeah, no. So, I, yeah. Uh,
1: Hillary, Hillary can't. Watch, certain, she can't watch anything that's like violent or perceived to be violent by her, and then she does the same thing. Well, I don't get it. Why are they doing that? Well, I'm not going to tell you. It's gonna—they'll tell you later in the movie. You've seen this already. Oh yeah, I watched this a bunch of times. I watch a lot of the same movies over and over again. Well, then why are we <laughs> watching it again? Because it's great. You know what movie we can't watch in our house? The Princess Bride. She said watch. The Princess Bride is too scary. She got scared when she watched it when she was younger. <laughs> watch it now. I have it on Blu-ray and I was trying to watch it. I was like, oh, let's watch The Princess Bride. No, I've told you I'm not going to watch it. We well, didn't like it as a kid. No, it is too scary. I'm not going to watch it. The, the part where they suck the life away. That's the part that she hangs on as, as being too, too horrible. And she won't watch even the, the rest of it.
0: That's, that's, that's the
1: kind of, I can't even watch The Princess Bride right. in my household.
0: Yeah, that story is amazing on many levels. <laughs> yeah, right. the 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 first one being that, but then also the fact that you're apparently a big Princess Bridehead, and it none is, of us knew this.
1: It is a great movie. A, the titles the title screen where they did, oh, not the screen, but you know, on the cover of the um, DVD or whatever, it looks the same going forward and backwards because of the wording and how they scripted it out. It's kind of like the, cool. the Illuminati stuff from the um, Tom Hanks movies. Uh, gosh, what with the Dan Brown books? Anyways, a yeah. great, it's a great movie. Um, Princess Buttercup, who I haven't seen it, but I guess she's a warrior uh, uh, general now in the Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know, once she gets done ruling the United States and House of Cards. Right. But, um, no, it's a great movie. We broke up with
0: House of Cards, actually, last season.
1: Yeah, we're we're about a, a half a season before you on that. We haven't finished that. I, kinda yeah. want, I, I do want to do it because this is the last season of it, right?
2: Or is uh, I don't know.
1: I kind of want to do threw,
2: it. After, after he threw Mara into the train, I stopped watching it. That's like was that that season, we season? that
0: season? We finished that season. The next season, when he was full-on president, we got about halfway through. Yeah, and like this is work. We're like not looking forward to it. So why are we doing it?
1: No, that's that's about the same thing happening. We binged the first one over a Valentine's Day weekend uh, pre kids, and then um, yep, yep. And then season two, the second season came out. So we're like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. So every night, you know, put the at the time the only kid to bed and gonna watch it. I I was like, I have very limited amount of time in my life now. I am not going to allocate it to this. It's not hooking me enough. And we just have never done it.
0: Yeah. We've, yeah. we've become way more cutthroat and hair trigger <laughs> with breaking up with TV shows. Cause yeah. it's like, there's so little time. Um, we agree on so little to watch. So yeah, yeah too. we did
2: it with orange is a new black.
1: I haven't done that one yet.
0: I watched the first season. It was not exi- what I was hoping for. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah Yeah. my wife watched
1: i think the first season and then gave up on it yeah it's on my list uh but to circle back this tangent was should i let my kids watch star wars and i will say i read the golden book of a new hope to my oldest uh maybe once a week or so she'll pull it out because she knows i like star wars so the golden book versions are kind of cool so i have uh I have. We four, have
0: a like five-minute Star Wars bedtime story books.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. a similar situation. Yeah, so I've got four, five, and six in golden books, and then we watch the trailers for um, um, episode uh, seven, and then for uh, Rogue, we watch the trailers. And she thinks that's kind Boy, of. Boy, it's gonna movie.
0: be a long time before I show seven to any kids in my house.
1: <laughs> yeah, we just watch the trailer <laughs> part. We don't watch the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Just make sure when you do show it to them, Dan, you start four, five, six, and then one, two, three.
0: Oh, of course, four, five, six. I'm not entirely sure we'll even let them know one, two, three exists.
2: Yeah, you could do it that way too.
1: Well, uh, going way back in history, uh, Rob and I went to a live taping of the Nerdist long time ago, just before his oldest was about to be born. So he actually asked an audience question during the show. He's like, you know, I'm about to be a dad uh, and I really got a serious question for you. Um, Do I start my kid with Star Wars or do I start him with Spaceballs and tell him then that Star Wars is a spoof of Spaceballs? And so then it got in a whole discussion uh, (laughs) between the three guys on the stage about, well, you start him with Spaceballs, of course, but then what order do you go in with Star Wars? And so they had a whole thing. It was Four five, like like they they tossed one of the prequels in the middle of like a four five six rotation that made it work and because you don't want to just ignore them you have to add a little bit to it but do you I mean so they went on for for a little while it's I still have that on my phone to listen to when Rob's asking the question um but anyways yeah so
2: if, all right think
1: about it this way go spaceballs first and then tell them that Star Wars is a spoof of spaceballs
2: never thought of it that way this should be
1: wow this was a this uh this was an extremely excellent and uh and joyful uh tangent but we kind of got off the thing of if you got the kids alone <laughs> so we've talked what were we
0: about, talking about what's yeah. this
1: episode about again exactly so we've talked about traveling with the kids most of all oh, of, right all of Frank's stuff works for you know uh if you're traveling solo but also they're good pointers for if you have backup as well
2: um my and i had i had one more point that i just i wanted to absolutely just get that out because i think get it's it important there, man. get it do something that will make your kids happy don't spend your entire day in like a museum because like my kids won't they will get kicked out of a museum um i learned this when i was in france last week my that, kids will get kicked out of a museum
1: that would make me so, happy though so please do that and then let us know <laughs> which
0: what all right so Obvious follow-up questions: What museum and what was the act that got them kicked out? Uh, I'm Pretty just sure saying you can't moon the Mona Lisa. <laughs> no, anymore. no, you can't. You can't tease us like that. You can't think of the listeners. Just give us. Was it was it Dorsay? Was it Musée Dorsay?
2: Uh, no, the uh, Orange Orange. They were making too much noise. Oh, that's boring. Yeah. Goddamn French.
1: They're such a quiet people.
2: Yeah, yeah, they really are. So, just so do something you know, like do something that'll make them happy.
1: That's a good thing. That makes if they're happy, it makes. I bet they had happy. a lot of
0: fun getting kicked out of that museum, though, Frank. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they. Did. Why is mommy's face so red? Um, I bet, I bet, I bet Mrs. Frank was real happy about that one. <laughs>
1: wasn't with us oh she was looking that's even does she know about this no oh well she still won't because i'm pretty sure she doesn't listen (laughs) she doesn't know
0: (laughs) oh my gosh uh so frank what's it worth for you not for us for us not to tell her yeah
1: so did they kick you out in french or in english like did you know what was going on or did you have to find someone to talk to you about or
2: no i i knew what was going on
1: (laughs) You subtly figured that one out. I feel the, like it's time for you to go now. Routine is fairly language. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. It's probably very true. Uh, uh, so do something the kids love. That's important for yep. everyone to learn. Uh, also, you can get kicked out of French museums. Who knew? So um, so we've talked about travel to the places and stuff like that. Um, with the a couple minutes we have left, you may have this on your things, but I just want to make sure we kind of talk about it. So if you're if you're home alone with the kids while your significant other is traveling, like some of the points that you may have, Frank, I mean, I, I know for me um, when I travel, but then also when I am home alone with the girls, I try to make sure that at least we can do like a FaceTime or something for a very short amount mm-hmm. of time, but just try to have that. Like yep. I, I'm not very good at like, Choosing outfits or things, Uh, I pick clothes that they can wear and that sort of fit. Apparently, stuff has to match and all this. Yeah, they have to match. So that's
0: a long-held conspiracy theory by a lot of moms. Yeah, I've yet to see any federal regulation that requires matching outfits. Um, But anyway, the best is I. I think I, in terms of FaceTiming with the kids, I will say that it can be kind of a double-edged sword. It. Yeah. Because so my wife travels quite a bit for work as well. We'll do a couple of Facetimes while she's out of town, um, but it can also be especially if it's like right at the end of the day or right at the beginning of the day, it can really lead to meltdown city, mm-hmm. and be problematic.
1: No, I, mm-hmm. I I echo exactly what you're saying. So we normally do a text back and forth to find out, you know is this a safe time? Because yeah. when you have to turn the FaceTime off in the morning, sometimes I can set you up for a bad day or they've been, it's not been going so stellar at the evening and you do it. So no, I totally agree.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, know your kids, know the routine. I mean, we've had a lot of, we've gotten better at it. Um, but we definitely, it's still sometimes, you know, a crapshoot. yeah, it can be a crap shoot, you know, do it after they've gotten a meal in, and you're probably going to be okay. Um, and when
2: you're when you're traveling, the kids the kids' schedule is going to be shot no matter what you try to do. I mean, you could try to keep it on as much as a schedule as you can, but it's going to be shot. Yeah. Time difference, excitement, um, all kinds of things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it can go south. Um, but to the to the close thing, my wife does. You know, for she's. I normally travel a lot more than she does, but she'll lay out clothes for me to make sure they all match. Uh, a while back, a previous nanny used to take pictures like when the the uh, um, oldest was out playing or whatever, and, and sent it to my wife. And I get it, I get it forwarded to me, and it's like, so this isn't the outfit I picked. So did something happen, and that one get dirty, or did <laughs> you? So like, she knew which ones that she'd picked out and laid out for which days, and I got. I got thrown under the bus by the caregiver. You
0: got you got in trouble. <laughs> this is something we learned at the beginning of our fire department careers. You were freelancing. Yes, <laughs> you were freelancing, and your officer in charge <laughs> found out. And so sp- you had to pay the piper.
1: I had to do a couple uh, a couple stairs and and work my way out, and promise never to do it again. Right. And read read over the manual again to make sure I knew the proper operations. Yep, but I still do it. Like Even if, she's, if she like went out one morning to go get something and brought the oldest, so I was in charge of the youngest. And so she came back and I had a diaper on and I had an outfit and I got the stare of, did you, did you mean to do this? Was it dark in there? No, I, I chose this right. out willingly. This doesn't fit. Well, why is it in there? I, I haven't taken it out yet. Well, if it's in a drawer, I feel that it should be worn. That's yep. my rule. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, so we do a lot of help out. That she does help me out a lot with that, and and then uh, if you are traveling, like uh, if I travel, I try to make sure I pre-make a lot of the meals for the littlest one, like make sure we're fully stocked on you know pureed frozen fruit and chicken or whatever it may be, because she just you know um, she doesn't eat normal meals yet.
2: Mhm. And, and and on the uh, staying home while your significant other travels. If the cable is in their name watch out because they'll get the emails How was movie that how was the movie that you rented today? did you enjoy it? so that's how my wife found out I showed my kids baseballs for the first time because <laughs> she was out of oh, town see,
0: the, Apple, the Apple TV account is in my name
2: so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she she was out of town the kids want I was I said I made a crack from spaceballs. Kids were like, "What was that?" And I told them, and they're like, "Ooh, we want to watch Spaceballs." And I couldn't find the DVD I had of it because I own it. I couldn't find it anywhere, so I found it on On Demand and watched it. She oh. texted me about two hours later. Did you rent Spaceballs? Were the investment? Yes. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. The all the all the billing is in my name because I made them all into a family account, so no matter what. You know, if, if my wife buys something or rents something, it comes through me because all the billing is centralized because we had to create a, an iTunes account for the oldest. So so you could use an iPad. Just You can do that. But no, that's good. Yeah. So you keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Um, trying to think. I mean, it's just a lot of just a lot of chatting and all those kind of things, um, making sure that you guys. I mean, for me, it's just uh, making sure there's enough food that if I'm leaving, I can help out in any way that I can there. I'm fairly incompetent when it comes to outfits, as we've discussed ad nauseum already. But, um, you know, and then the FaceTime, I think that's always important and trying to help out and make sure that works. So uh, any other key points? I know you have a list of things, Frank. Uh, Have we missed something Uh, that
2: you wanted to chat about? No, I think we got covered most of it covered all of it so we're good
1: so i think the uh one takeaways i have is it's like i mean parenting is parenting sometimes it's just you sometimes you have a a teammate to back you up uh if in my case it just works better if i'm running solo if i can have a conversation with my wife who's a little more familiar with all the schedules and the nuances because she's around more during the day um that I can get a better lay of the land of how things are that week because it changes day-to-day day or week-to-week. Week, so you can just make sure you're prepared for things. Also, uh, for our case, my wife is the primary for most of the places to call. So we're listed. So just making sure that um, that they're aware that I should be the primary while she's traveling. Um, so I, you know, if something happens at the school, they'll call me because they'll always call her first. But if she can't answer whatever, going to voicemail does no one any good at that point. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a little thing like... Like that, that'll sometimes hit you. But cool, Dan. Any closing remarks? (laughs) Uh, no, I'm good. Thanks. Oh, really? I thought you were going to do the uh, the tag in Latin. Oh right, I don't actually have it memorized. Hang on, I don't. I don't either. Um, Well, while he's checking that out, Frank. Uh, thank you very much. This was uh, highly entertaining and very tangential, but good episode uh, to uh, discuss <laughs> on just movie types, uh, how to get that in with your kids, but also you know the the joys of uh, traveling uh, on your own with the the Munchkins and or uh, if you're home basin with the Munchkins by yourself. But do you have any other closing mm-hmm. remarks you want to put out there?
2: Just make it easier on yourself, so <laughs> you, you don't pull your
1: hair out. That goes to a lot of things, not just this episode. Yeah, right. Just do whatever you can to make yeah. life easier for you. <laughs> yeah so, right. Well, cool. Well, thank you very much, Dan. Did you right. uh, figure it out?
0: I'm gonna. This apparently will pronounce it for me. Let's see if this works. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's not working. Did it come through? No. No. Heard oh, that. no sounds.
0: Oh well. Nos autumn a terrore.
1: Transipid et there you have it non happened You said German Why am I using that was, A German
2: accent That's a very
1: <laughs> German Latin But I appreciate <laughs> it And we do panic So you don't have to So thank you very much Everyone And have a good night Or day Bye <laughs>